your home of the Pens and the best Pens coverage. WXDX FM Pittsburgh and iHeart Radio Station. Couple High School Football has named its three finalists for the head coaching position left vacant when the school board fired Mike Zemanek, who won six Whitfield championships and is considered one of the greatest coaches in Whitfield football history. All of the finalists are black men. One is Sean Gilbert, the former Aliquippa, Pitt, and NFL player whose mother, Eileen, is on the Aliquippa school board and was a key figure in firing Zemanek who is white. This is a black community wanting to be represented by a black coach. I'm not black, and it's not my community, so I'm not the guy to judge. I guess it's okay, but I can say with absolute certainty that if a black football coach with the same record as Zemanic got fired at, say, North Allegheny, Jesse Jackson would be on the sidewalk outside the school with a bullhorn the very next day. But even worse is the blatant nepotism shown in making Gilbert a finalist. Gilbert has very little coaching experience and none locally. He's been an assistant at a couple schools near Charlotte, North Carolina, and that's it. That's the list. Sean Gilbert just isn't qualified to be the head coach at a great football school like Aliquippa. Then again, maybe it won't be a great football school for very much longer. This is about Eileen Gilbert bringing home her son and her grandkids. She's even been overheard saying that. It's blatant nepotism and another stain on Aliquippa football. It's also no surprise. So hey, Gilberts, Eileen, and your baby, Sean, guess what? You just made the list! The list brought to you by Matt Mertz Plumbing. Count on a name you can trust. Dial 412-367-0815 for all your plumbing, heating, and air conditioning needs. Here's uh, I've been tweeting about the uh, Aliquippa football topic for a couple days. Here's a typical tweet in response. Some guy whose name makes no sense, so I wrote, read it, says, he had a great record, but maybe there's more to it. Okay, then tell me where there is to it. If there's more to it, tell me what that is. Because no one can tell me what it is. It's obviously race. It is absolutely race. How could it be anything besides race? And again, if that's the case, it's okay. It's a black community. As you know, I am not a black man. I can't sit in judgment of this. But let's not pretend that we can't figure out why this is happening because it's very obvious why it's happening. It's race. A black community wants represented by a black coach. They will put winning at risk to do that. But they'll win this next year. The team's foolproof, which is why it was important to not give Zemanic one last year. Now, I got to say, I do wonder if Gilbert will ultimately get the job. Because the other finalists are a guy named Mike Warfield, former Aliquippa quarterback, uh, currently the quarterback's coach at Central Valley High School, and... Ed Dawson, former Aliquippa linebacker, currently the head coach at Cornell High School. Uh, both uh, Warfield and Dawson, along with Mr. Gilbert, are black gentlemen. Now, Aliquippa might try to legitimize screwing Zemanic 
by not doing the obvious, by not hiring Gilbert. Uh, keep in mind, uh, even though Al Quipa football wins all the time, coaching there is not considered a, a prime job. It's a troubled community with a lot of troubled kids. You're competing with the street corner, not just the teams you play. And that's not me saying it. That's the people on the school board saying it when they fired Zemanic. Now, Sean Gilbert, I, I saw it online. He has a mansion in North Carolina. A mansion. It is awesome. I bet he'd live there two-thirds of the year. Come up just to coach and then go back to the mansion when he's not coaching. That wouldn't help keep the kids off the street corners in Aliquippa. But, boy, that is a real nice mansion. Or maybe he'll build his own mansion in Aliquippa, the radio guy said very sarcastically. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. I hesitate to debate Casey Smith versus Tristan Jari too much or too briskly because ultimately if Murray gets hurt, it's probably lights out regardless. I don't think either... Jari or DeSmith could win a playoff series against, I was going to say a good team, but in the playoffs, they're all good teams pretty much. So I think they could win a playoff game or two. Basically now, instead of having Murray and Flurry and Zatkoff like in 2016, the Penguins have Murray and a couple Zatkoffs. Although, well, I used to think Jari was better than Zatkoff, better than that level goaltender. But Rutherford and Sullivan are doing their best to make me think otherwise. Let's go to Dave and Aliquippa. Dave, you're on the Mark Madden Show. Yeah, Marco. Phone sucks, bye. Let's go to Seth and Harmer. Seth, you're on the Mark Madden Show. Good day, sir. Right. I uh, just had a question about the Jari to Smith decision. I agree with you that I think Jari's a better goalie, but do you think maybe they thought he had some issue with his confidence, too. Did that play into the decision to keep the Smith up? No, I thought Jari played pretty good in Montreal, didn't he? I thought so, too. I mean, the uh, Smith played the night before, and he lost. Yeah, he gave up some weak goals. I, I just I, I wanted to know. I thought so. That was the overtime loss to the Rangers. The goal in overtime was particularly weak. Yeah. I just wasn't sure if, you know, it was all about playing time. See, I think Rutherford and Sullivan have it in their minds that DeSmith is just better with very little evidence to back that up. It's just a hunch, a feeling, you know, in their gut that they think he's better. They're wrong. But they're almost never wrong. So, like I said, I can't be outraged. But I think Jari's a better goalie. Yeah, fair enough. I agree. Well, thank you for the call, and it means a lot for you to agree with me. Is it just me or is the Tiger Wood, Woods buzz dead? Finished second, now he finished fifth. And here's the funny part. If he never wins another tournament, but finishes second through, I don't know, 10th in a lot of tournaments, that'll be a hell of a comeback for a guy who had such severe back problems and a couple of surgeries. But nobody will see it that way. I want to see what happens when Tiger plays for like a year uninterrupted and doesn't win anything. If his fans turn, because they've argued so stridently on his behalf that it was going to be a comeback to prior glories and not just, you know, finishing second or fifth or what Tiger's done so far. Uh, I talked earlier about the NCAA tournament. Well, first off, if Sean Miller does get fired at Arizona, and that's being determined as we speak, I think, because 
Uh, Sean Miller's gone out early in three straight NCAA tournaments, and every time Arizona's gone out early, they've lost to a double-digit seed. They've lost to you know either ten or lower, ten or worse, I should say, and. Two of the losses have been by double digits, including this year's, what was it, 21-point loss to uh, Buffalo in the first round of the NCAA tournament. But I got to tell you, I think the NCAA tournament sucks, this year especially. As I said, it shows open. If you look at the South bracket, the final four teams are the 5, 7, 9, and 11 seats. That stinks. Kentucky's the 5 and they could get to the final four by beating a 12, a 13, a 9, and either a 7 or an 11. That stinks. In the Western bracket, the number one and two seeds have been eliminated there. That's ridiculous. You've got four of the top eight seeds are no longer in the tournament. you got Syracuse, the last team in, and my God, how that has fanned the flames of all those nerds in Pittsburgh sports media who went to Syracuse, like Benz and a bunch of others. And then the big upset, the 16th seed, uh, UMBC, beating Virginia, that stinks too. You want upsets, but you want good teams. You'd, you'd like the number one seeds to, I don't know, at least win a game. Either they don't know what they're doing in terms of seeding, and I never would have made Virginia number one seed, by the way. Either they don't know what they're doing in terms of seeding, or it's just not a very good tournament. And I think... It's the latter. It's just not a very good tournament. Whether that's to do with the one-and-done rule and, you know, the best players not staying very long, and when the best players only stay for a year, that precludes, you know, systematic team play. It can't be installed in that short an amount of time. You're basically letting the NBA guys play as they want as long as they stay. And if you don't, there's no point having them. And you wouldn't have gotten them if they would have known, if they would have known you were going to do that. I just... Don't like the tournament this year. But then again, I'll be honest, I haven't watched any of it. Does that hurt the show? I I thought about that. I haven't watched any of the tournament. I don't intend to until the Final Four. And this is the first I've talked about it. I didn't talk about the tournament at all, except in passing, for the entire first uh, week, including the Thursday and Friday when games are being played. And I used to talk about it all the time. That's when I did kind of crappier more more cliched sports talk. I would like watch a game on TV and talk about the game on the radio, figuring people were doing that along with me. And now people might still be watching those games and listening to the show, but I don't care enough to play along. Right? It's weird. It's like, I mean, I don't know what I'm doing right or if it's wrong. I'm too old to care. I just want to talk about what I want to talk about. And an NBA, excuse me, NCAA tournament where the South bracket in the Sweet 16 has the 5, 7, 9, and 11 seeds, is something I just don't see any point at all in talking about. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. Okay, let me ask some cliched sports talk questions, though, to fill the rest of the show. It looks like Rust is on Sid's line. Sherry on the third line. Is that the direction you'd go? Do you agree with it? And why the heck is Sid so difficult to find wings for? Why is the fit... Never easy. Also in hockey, Jari got sent down to Smith is the number two goalie, according to Jim Rutherford. Yay or nay, what's your call on that one? 
They talked about goalie interference at the GM meetings. Colin Campbell, the dink who runs NHL Hockey Ops, says that goalies diving is a problem. You really think the goalies are diving? If they are, it's a new phenomenon because they've never had any reason whatsoever to dive before. There weren't a lot of equipment, which would certainly break their fall. But I don't think the goalies are diving. I think the real problem is soupy, that nobody understands the rule. It's so ambiguous that it gets applied one way on the ice, a different time in the replay, and then vice versa the next time around. Or third and fourth options are introduced. People just don't get the rule. So there's that to talk about with hockey. There's the Bostic signing at linebacker for the Steelers. I think it's a good signing. But I hope, I hope he doesn't have to play that much. Although, I'll be honest, I think this guy's better than Bince. I think this guy potentially was brought in to beat Bince out, depending on who they get in the first round inside linebacker. Have you ever felt more certain that who the Steelers would take in the first round would be at a certain position than this year? First round, inside backer, because I have not. And it feels odd to say that because that's not their style, but this year I guess it has to be their style. And do you feel the Steelers are going to fix everything on defense? Because I don't. I still think I'd rather have Matthew and Carlos Hyde than Lev Bell. But you own Lev Bell's jersey and you got him in Fantasy League, so I can see your point of view. Idiots. 105.90X. Konnichiwa, bitches. Hi, Marco. I have some important questions for you. That right there, my friend, that's asking for trouble. The X at 105.9. Apparently, Mike Ponce, uh, Marquise's brother, who had been with Miami but got caught because he's a jerk, has not signed with the L.A. Chargers. The Damakong Sue, who got cut by Miami, also because he's a jerk, hasn't signed anywhere yet. He's met with the L.A. Rams. But apparently not many teams want to give Sue what he wants, which is namely a multi-year deal. What Sue should do is go to the Rams for one year, play on a line with Aaron Donald. Those guys would be nuts together, and then he could capitalize on that in the next contract. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. As I mentioned earlier, some sad news. Uh, Greg Polis passed away today. Former Penguins winger, 67 years of age after a brief battle with cancer. He was a three-time NHL All-Star for the Pens and scored two goals in 1973 to win the MVP at that year's All-Star game. He was my favorite player as a kid. I had a number 22 jersey. I idolized him. And I got to reconnect with Greg when he came back for the closing of Mellon Arena in 2010. Uh, Talked to him, had a beer with him after, and that was such a treat for me. A good player and a good guy. I also played for the Rangers, Washington, and St. Louis, but Greg Polis always thought of himself as a penguin. Uh, I thought my childhood died a long time ago, but it died all over again today. So Greg Polis, R.I.P. Some more sad news. I don't mean to – well, I, I actually, I, these, another good friend of mine passed away over the weekend. Tall Kathy's dog died. Tall Kathy from Kiss FM. Her dog was Bruce. He was awesome. She used to bring Bruce in to visit all the time. He was the best. If I dropped food on the floor, Bruce found it. What a, what a great dog. He was just awesome. Very sad to hear that, uh, that Bruce is gone, and he will definitely be missing. Condolences to Kathy. It's so hard to lose a pet. 
So tough. Honestly, I thought I would have replaced my cat by now, but replaced is a real bad word. But got a new cat. I don't want to go through the cat dying again. But I probably will get one and hope that the cat outlives me. But then again, you're worried about the cat when you're dying. That's not good either. 412-333-9939. Don't forget, I'm at Danny's Bar and Grill in Westview tomorrow night for a Penguins viewing party with Bud Light. So stop on by. That's Danny's on Center Avenue in Westview. I had a bunch of calls lined up and they bailed out. What the frick? You hung up because I was boring. Well, I don't blame you. But call back 412-333-WXDX. Big Al in the car. You're on with Double M. Hey, Mark. Hey, Mark. Enjoying the show. Uh, my question would be that assuming that you're correct with the goalie, uh, you know, the, the Smith playing better than Jari. Well, no, I never said pay? that. I never said that. I mean, uh, do you even listen to the show? Yeah, you just said you thought he was playing better right now. No, I didn't say that. I said exactly opposite of that, that Jari, well, Jari was playing was better. better. Yeah, Jari, right. But my point was, would you rather have him playing every day and staying fresh if you needed him to call up, or would you rather have him... Well, first off, he's playing every day. That wouldn't exactly make him fresh now, would it? Uh, I'd rather have Tristan Jari in Pittsburgh. There's 10 games left. I feel like he's earned that, and he should be part of the team. Okay. I just thought that him playing more regularly would keep him pressure to call up if they needed him. No, no, no. You see, when you play, you actually expend energy, which does not keep you fresher. Now, if you had said, you, if do I want him to play more regularly to keep him more ready to play, then that would be correct. But no, I don't necessarily. I, I think he would play three or four games down the stretch here before the playoffs, and that would be fine. I'm going to say, if I'm Cat Sullivan, I don't like to ask questions like this at the press conference. How could I word it? Because my question is, do you really think the Smith's better than Jari? That's a better one asked one-on-one. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. I get a bunch of tweets saying, who cares about Aliquippa High School football? Don't you understand there's a bigger picture here? That there is race involved in this, undeniably. And most people think it's okay, and maybe it is. But what if it's not? What if it's not fair? I just think it's a fascinating topic. And I'll talk about whatever I want on my friggin' radio program. Thank you very much. I think, I think, the, the, the I don't think a lot of you understand the Pitt men's basketball situation. You know they stink, but you don't know how bad. You know there's a hole, but you don't know how deep. They're going to go 0-18 again next year in the ACC. I guarantee, well, no, I can't guarantee. I bet they win no more than one game, though. That's their best-case scenario in conference games next year. The pick goes 1-17. I have no idea who wants that job because I would be a, I would be in absolutely desperate measures. I mean, hard times upon myself, baby, to take that job. Tell me why you'd want to take that job. That's a good angle to approach with you Pitt fans. Call up and tell me one reason you would take the job as Pitt men's basketball coach. Because I can't think of one good reason to take that job. Sean Miller, if he gets fired to Arizona, he made a lot of money there. I'd, I'd wait until a better job opened up. If my rep's back because the FBI thing, wait till it cools off. It always does. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. 
We got Will and Nathan on hold. Please stay on hold. I'm Mark Madden, 1059. Now the super genius, Mark Madden. Super genius, big fan, big fan. You got to be a big timer to get on this show. Double M, huge fan. Raise the Jolly Rancher. The X at 105.9. Double M on the X up. No topic really caught fire today, which is surprising. I thought all the crap teams being in the Sweet 16 of the NCAA and showing that tournament up for being... I don't know about worse than ever, but pretty bad. I thought that might get a few tongues a wagon. The Penguins backup goalie debate, I really haven't pursued that much because it's a backup goalie. We should never debate that too much. It's like debating the backup quarterback for the Steelers. Again, I think this uh, linebacker the Steelers signed, Bostic, I think he's pretty good. I still think there's a long way to go to fix that defense, and most of that work will, needless to say, have to be done in the draft. But uh, I like Bostic. I think he is adequate. And adequate at inside linebacker is better than what the Steelers had coming back before they signed Bostic. Of course, we talked about the Aliquippa High School football situation. And this show today has been real tough for me, to be honest, because, again, my childhood hero died right before we came on the air. Greg Polis, the Penguins winger in the 70s. I knew him when I was a kid. His wife, my mom knew his family. They saw me put up a sign. You know how kids take sign to game? I was a kid who put up a sign for Greg Polis. And they saw it, and I met them, and he was a great guy to me. And not only a great you know guy, but just the Penguins' first 30 goal score ever and the All-Star Game MVP. You know, after a short battle with cancer, died today at age 67. That sucks, and it's hitting a little bit harder every second. Anyway, let's go to the phones. If anybody can answer all the questions I post, it is the Hebrew Hammer. Hammer, Yakshamash. Yakshamash, Mark, how are you? Very well. Hey, we'll start with the goalie uh, situation, the net minders, I prefer to say. He, um, Jari, I believe, is the better of the two. I don't know why they don't prefer Jari, but I guess it boils down to the end of the day, just like you may have mentioned earlier, if Murray would get hurt, Jari would come up. It doesn't sound that way, though. Rutherford said that they've chosen to Smith as the backup. Uh, Then again, if I dug inside the semantics there, maybe you're right. But uh, I just don't see any standard by which they would think the Smith is better. I think the Smith makes more spectacular saves because he's smaller and is forced to, but he leaks in more bad goals. I just like Jari's size. I like his composure. I like his consistency. I agree. I mean, it's hard to say that DeSmith was playing in like a men's league maybe just two years ago, and Jari's a second-round pick, and uh, was, it, was that Rutherford's pick, or was that um Well, DeSmith, DeSmith was playing uh, Division I college, but then, you know, he didn't hook on anywhere right out of college. He played the men's league. Then he went to Wheeling and was their third-string goalie just a couple of years back. Couldn't even get on the bench for games. And now he's the Penguins' backup. And that's quite a climb. And full credit to Casey DeSmith for making it. But you're right, it's odd. And Mike Buckley, the Penguins' goaltender coach, he was DeSmith's goaltender coach in college. And I don't know for sure if that affects this decision, but I would think it's part of it, wouldn't you? And 
I would bet that Tristan Jari certainly thinks it was an influence. I would say so, too. I mean, you think that coaches would be past that at this level, but, I mean, I guess he likes them. And well, it's not only a matter of, of liking him. It's a matter of trusting him, which is easier to do when you, you've coached him prior. And, by the way, well, that was I mean. at the University of New Hampshire. It's the same thing with uh, Mike Sullivan and Matt Murray. When it came time to choose between Murray and, and Flurry, Sullivan chose Murray because he had coached him at Wilkes and trusted him. Uh, you know what a lot of these coaches do, and I'm not saying this is the case, but a lot of coaches do stuff like this, and sometimes it'll even it'll mean their own demise in certain situations. I'm not saying this is one of them, but, again, they're stubborn to a sense. They're like, well, this is my guy, and I, you know, hell or high water, I'm going with him. I don't think it's quite like that, and I don't think it matters most of the time if it's like that with the backup goalie. Do you? Well, not not the backup goalie, but look at Bilesma. He went with so many guys that. Well, Sully like was Cam- right about Murray. He was right about Murray, but again, look at Bilesma. He went with like guys like uh, like you said, Craig Adams, just because they reminded of of him. And, and all like it takes him. is one bad decision to get you in trouble. You're right about that. Well, and, and that's what I mean. Sometimes, I mean, in hockey. Uh, more so than any other sport, you're just, I mean, Sullivan's gold right now, but, I mean, do you think Sullivan will be the coach in three years? Yes. I mean, I mean, I, I three years might be a little short, but that's like a coin flip. I mean, things turn, people, if you just said the same about Biles, again. If you had said four years, would, I would wonder, but I think three years he's still the coach. And I bet the uh, Penguins win one more cup between now and then. Let's move on to the uh, basketball pit. Uh, even before that, the NCAA the one-and-done rule has hurt them because the stars, have they don't have a chance to cultivate themselves. So by the time you know the kid's name, which I know none of their names, they're gone in the NBA. I think it even hurts the NBA because I can't name – I see these rosters for NBA players, and like, that guy went to Kentucky. I don't know any of them. Cause they didn't let me tell college. you, I don't follow basketball at all, but when the players played four years in college, they had a better chance with me. And, and by that I mean – when LeBron could go straight to the pros or Kobe Bryant, I didn't care about that either. But the guys just coming in and out, the one and done, you're right. That's confusing, especially to the casual fan. Well, that's right. And, I mean, again, I have watched a, I watched some of the tournament here probably out of uh, nostalgia and habit. And last, the, the pit basketball job is a quagmire. Pit basketball was good for about 15 years. And somehow the pit people, which I rooted for pit, I still root for pit, Somehow they thought it turned into UCLA. I mean, it was good for like a blip on the radar radar screen. And uh, well, UCLA's not even UCLA anymore. Oh no, no. But uh, if so- somebody will take the uh, pit job, and uh, I believe his name is Randall J. Moss. Said it right, and you know the reason for that. No, you lost me. Straight cash, homie. <laughs> That's your cue. Okay, get rid of him. That all he can do is breathe heavy. For God's sakes, I think it's going to be tough to get anybody of any note. You know, you know what? A caller earlier brought up a name. I bet they have to settle for Orlando Antigua or Brandon Knight. And make no mistake, that will be settling, absolutely settling on the part of Pitt basketball if they sign Antigua or Knight. But you got to hire somebody, and you really better do it soon. Let's go to Will and Dormont. Will quickly. You're on the Mark Madden show. What's going on, Double M? What up? Not too much. Hey, um, the last couple times we played the Capitals, 
Braden Holtby was noticeably screwed up in the head. Say the Pens do face the uh, Caps again in the playoffs, and uh, they do the same thing to him again. How soon is it before he has a Ron Hextall moment? Bill Bork, well, I'm not worried about him blowing up or swinging a stick or chasing Robbie Brown around the net. Bill Bork brought up earlier that maybe Gabauer is going to be their guy in the playoffs. He played a big game yesterday against Philadelphia. And check out these numbers. Going back to the beginning of February, Holtby is 3-6-2 with a save percentage of .872 and a goals against of 3.73. And those numbers stink. Absolutely. Maybe he's like uh, uh, Ace Carey, net defective. Remember Jim Carey, the goalie for the Caps? Mario ruined him in one playoff series, and he was never the same again. Maybe Nick Benino ruined Braden Holtby a couple years back with that overtime goal. Time now to ask Mark anything, which is very exciting. Dial 412-333-WXDX and ask me anything you like about anything you like. Don't forget, I'm at Danny's Bar and Grill in Westview tomorrow night for a Penguins viewing party with Bud Light. So see you tomorrow night at Danny's. But right now, ask Mark anything. 105.90X. And now, the super genius, Mark Madden. Hey, Mark, great show as always. When you got a young trophy wife, owes money to... I can't even quote the Big Lebowski right. Goodbye. The X at 105.9. Time to ask Mark anything. Dial 412-333-9939 is the number to call. That's 412-333-WXDX. Ask Mark anything brought to you by Chapino Restaurant and Cigar Bar, the city's best seafood and chop house. It's located in the Strip, so be sure to check out Chapino in the Strip. Well, I see the same old questions for Ask Mark Anything. Stan on the Parkway, Stan, Ask Mark Anything. What's, uh, what's your favorite pizza place? Do you have any idea how many times I've answered that on this show? Probably a thousand, but I've never heard it. Go to the... Uh, the uh, podcasts. Slice on Broadway. How many times do I have to say it? You know, I, I've, I've, I've pondered a lot lately ending the Ask Mark Anything segment. But it's tough because it's literally been part of the show since the first day 22 years ago. Let's go to Chuck in the car. Chuck, Ask Mark Anything. So, Mark, do you think the Smith could be more coachable because of that time in college? No. What would give you that impression? Well, since the coach had worked with him when he was younger. Well, I think the coach and the Smith know exactly what to expect from each other, namely Mike Buckley, the goaltending coach who worked with Smith at the University of New Hampshire. But uh, I think Jari's the better goalie, and I think that should outweigh any familiarity between coach and player. Let's go to Poncho in the car. Poncho, ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark, as a child, what was your favorite cartoon to watch? Now, that's a good question. I'm not sure I can answer it, though. I'm not sure I was, like, looking forward every week to a cartoon. I'll tell you the one I remember most is Top Cat. Is that before your time, Top Cat? It was a little bit before my time. I'm 28 years old, so... I remember the Jetsons very well, the Flintstones very well. But no, if you made me pick one because of just, I mean, I remember the uh, the theme song, at least I did at one time. Top Cat, da-da-da-da-da. 
the something-something top cat, da 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 who's intellectual, close friends get to, wait, intellectual or ineffectual? Get to, call him TC. Let's go to uh, John and Butler. John, ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark, big fan, big fan. Thank you very little. Hey, do you believe in, I'm not just aliens, but I'm not talking like, you know, I'm not talking ethereal, I'm not talking religion, but, you know, that there's a, a, a smart life on other planets, other worlds. I think that it would be naive to believe there's not intelligent life somewhere else. Yeah. I get people that say, oh, yeah, there's, you know, there's plankton on, like, another planet. I don't care about plankton. I'm talking about, like, you know. Well, the reason we believe in God is because us being here is otherwise totally difficult to believe. Yes. Does that mean there is a God or isn't a God? I don't know. But It just means there's more life out there besides us. Unless you're an egomaniac and you think you're the you know top being in the world, you know. Right? Well, you see, I don't. If there is a God, I don't think He looks out for us. How could well, we I'm possibly talk- think He looks out for us? I laugh when people thank God for some minuscule accomplishment like winning a sports championship. I want to thank God. God doesn't give a frig about sports. He lets people die in earthquakes. Amen. He lets unspeakable things happen to people. You think He gives a friggin' fornication about who wins a? GD football game? If he does, he is one effed up God. The indisputable leader of the gang. He's the boss. He's a VIP. He's a championship. He's the most tip top. Top cat. Let's go to Ben at Willie Ski Shop. Ben, ask Mark anything. What's up, man? What up, man? Have you ever tried skiing? No. No, not at all. I will not be either. Thank you for the call. Let's go to Mark on the turnpike. Mark, ask Mark anything. If you could go back to any sporting event in the history of time, what would you go to? That's a really good question. Uh, I would love to have been at the 2005 European Cup final that Liverpool came back from 3-0 down to beat AC Milan on penalties in person. I did watch it on TV. Um I would love to. I would like. I was at the 2009 Penguin Stanley Cup win in Detroit, Game Seven. I went to that. I would have liked to have been in person at Minnesota in 1991 to see them win the cup for the first time. I, I, you know, I don't know if I could narrow it down right now on the spur of the moment, but I have a hunch that 1991 Stanley Cup win. If you made me pick right now, going back to see that would be it. Let's go to Greg in the car. Greg, ask Mark anything. Yes, Mark, I'm calling to see. How come they're not covering the Pittsburgh kids in the Whippeal Wrestling Champion, or the NCAA Wrestling Championship? Uh, I can tell you why I'm not covering it, because I don't care. Wow, the kids work hard for that. Yeah, I work hard, too, and I'm trying to keep my ratings as high as I can to get as much money as I can, and that manifests itself through doing good radio and not talking about stuff. People don't care about, but don't worry. If they get to WWE someday, then I'll talk about them because then people will care. Let's go to Logan in Bridgeville. Logan, ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark, I was wondering what you thought of the Ronnie James uh, Dio hologram tour. Some people are for it. Some people are against it. I think it's a little creepy, don't you? 
Yeah, I think it is. But I've never seen Dio on tour, so like I, I think that's going Yeah, it's creepy. I, I honestly I like Dio Disciples. I like his wife Wendy. I've met her. Whether I'd go to see it, I don't know. Probably not. See, I think the real Dio band is the last in line band with, with Vivian Campbell and, and uh Vinny Apice. You know, all the guys in, in Dio Disciples with the hologram are second stringers, Capiche? Let's go real quick to Vinny and Punxsutawney. Vinny, ask Mark anything. Hi, Mark. Going on a third date with this female this weekend. Can you give me any tricks to help me, uh, you know what I'm saying, take care of this? How old are you? 35. How old is she? 32, I believe. She good looking? Oh, my God, yeah. Are you I good probably, looking? I, I probably overshot on this one. Yeah, she's going to dump you. Don't even worry. Just get used to that idea. No sex. Dump a Rooney. And thus ends another broadcast day. Don't forget tomorrow, I'm at Danny's Bar and Grill in Westview for Penguins viewing party. 1059X.